Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's been so good to connect with some of my listeners recently. People have come up to me and said how much these podcasts mean to you. And that just blesses me so much. And thank you. Praying grace over you today with whatever you're doing, whether you're getting your day started, whether you're in your car, whether you're out walking, whatever it is, grace to you and thank you for making the investment. Today I want to talk about five promises igniting biblical optimism. Now, I like to say this, I'm not into positive thinking, I'm into biblical optimism. You know, positive thinking has its benefits, but it's it's not rooted in anything um, deep and it's not really rooted in in truth and we as God's people as followers of Jesus we've been given great promises it says in 2nd Peter 1 4 we've been given exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we might participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption that's in the world through lust and so we've been given powerful promises It's through these promises that we actually walk in biblical optimism. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And you know, it says we're to hold fast the confession of hope, talking hope, saying good things are coming. You know, there's some definitions of hope. Let me just insert these here. Hope is the confident, joyful expectation that good is coming. Hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. You know, faith without hope is weird. Hope is more general, while faith is more specific in in what we believe. And so as we look at that verse, Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. It says this, it tells us why. For he who promised is faithful. So we thank God for his promises. And it doesn't matter what what season of life we're in, what's going on in the world. God never said, hey, uh, my promises are true except for these kind of situations. (laughs) You know, except for in these times. And we live at a time where pessimism, fear, because of the media, because of the information that we're able to receive in this hour of things happening around the world, political happenings, disasters, uh, economic forecasts that we'll hear that people in the past didn't have to, didn't have to hear. And so we have unique opportunities to build our hope and faith muscles. And we need to realize too that many of the things that we're feeling are not from ourselves. You know, I, I've, I've served the Lord now for 40 plus years. And even, even 40 years ago, they were talking about things just coming to an end and the world ending and uh, decisions that were being made right then were going to absolutely create, uh, you know, permanent negative happenings. And I've found this out that if we listen too much to that, it neutralizes, it neutralizes our forward movement, neutralizes our faith and hope. 
And so what, what are some promises? You know, there's so many in the Bible, so many good ones. And as we tie this into our own inner victory, our own life of hope and our own life of faith and love, we, we, we realize, and I realize this, that as I speak God's promises, something powerful happens. You know, faith, another word for faith is expectancy. Is my expectancy, what I expect, just is a big part of what I'm going to experience. And I'm talking about more in a general sense. If I expect difficulty, I'll tend to increase my chances of difficulty. If I expect people, if I expect to have favor, I increase the chances that I'm going to have favor in my future. And as I go through these promises today, five promises igniting biblical optimism, what it's going to do, it's going to increase our expectancy of good things happening in our lives. And when we expect good things happening in our lives, it it draws those things to us. Because Jesus said, nothing is impossible to him who believes. All things are, are possible to him who believes. He said, according to your faith, so be it. So, are you ready? Yay. You know, I want to just take five promises and tie it in with the the word supernatural. Because God's promises create a supernatural reality for us. There's something that we have by believing in His promises that we're going to experience that if we didn't believe in Him, we wouldn't experience. So number one promise is supernatural ability. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Supernatural ability. And I'm going to tie this into just making declarations. And you're going to hear me talk about how I process these in my own life. And my, my goal in this is that grace will be imparted to you to do it in your own, in your own life. Supernatural ability, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, you know, that, that is not a limiting verse. I've got supernatural ability in speaking to others. I've got supernatural ability in being a great husband. I've got supernatural ability to walk in purity. I've got a supernatural ability to do finance as well. I've got supernatural ability to bring peace into situations, to resolve conflict. I have supernatural ability to believe in people. I've got supernatural ability to be a great father, to be a a powerful uncle. I've got supernatural abilities to make powerful decisions. I've got supernatural ability to walk in joy and peace. I've got supernatural ability to love well. I've got supernatural ability to forgive well. I've got supernatural ability to bring miracles. I have supernatural ability to lead people to Christ. I've got supernatural ability to make disciples of nations. And you can go on and on and on, but the, the five promises that, that ignite biblical... Yeah, I just say that in my optimism and my expectation for the future. So powerful. Secondly is supernatural completion. Philippians 1.6, Paul said this, It's another great promise. I'm confident in this very thing that he has begun a good work, will complete it till the day of Jesus Christ. 
and their supernatural completion. Wow. Thank you, Lord. You're supernaturally completing the sanctification process in me to walk in love, to walk in hope, to walk in self-control, to walk in gentleness, to walk in power, supernaturally completing what you're doing in my family, what you're doing in my nation, what you're doing through my prayers, supernaturally completing my, my personal intimate walk with you, supernaturally completing uh, my, my relationship with my wife and the, the depth of that, supernaturally completing the, the, the vision and dreams that you've put in my life and the purpose of my life and the gifts and callings on my life. You're supernaturally completing those things. My faith is not in my ability to get things right. My faith is in your ability to complete what you started. Wow. The third promise is supernatural ingredients. Romans 8.28 says, All things work together for good for those who love God and are the called according to His purpose. Wow, what a, what a tremendous promise that God, that all things work together for good. Everything in, in my past is a supernatural ingredient for what's happening in my life now and what's happening in my future. It's so good. I can think specifically of, of difficulties. Of, thank you that the, that difficulty, that dry season. Thank you that those relationships. Thank you that even this negative choice I made. Thank you for uh, this painful thing. Thank you for this great season of my life. Thank you that all of these things are ingredients. It's, they're supernatural ingredients. My past is always turned to good. And, and that just builds faith in me. You know, your life right now is, 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 is the combination of the ingredients of, of what's happened in your past. As we release faith over Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good, then those things actually work together for good. Wow, supernatural ingredients, supernatural provision. Philippians 4, 19, And my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. I have supernatural provision. It's not just finances, but I'll say that right now. Wow, thank you, Lord. You're supernaturally providing for my finances. You're supernaturally providing for my emotional needs. You're supernaturally providing for my needs of protection. You're supernaturally providing for my family and the breakthrough that we need. You're supernaturally providing for um, just my need to see miracles. You're supernaturally providing ideas. You're supernaturally providing resources and the connections that I need. You're supernaturally providing sleep. And you know, you just, you start on these journeys and, and this is, you know, my hope for you is that as, as you declare these and as you take each of these areas, obviously the Lord's going to prompt you to speak in, in different different areas. And then lastly, supernatural solutions and wisdom. Supernatural solutions. Great promise in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation, or some translations say no trial. No temptation or no trial has come upon you except which is common to man. And God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond 
what you can bear, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it. And what a, what a great promise that is. It's saying that we'll never face something we can't handle. And no matter what we're handling, there's a way of escape. There, there's a supernatural solution for, for what's happening. There's a solution. You could be a million dollars in debt right now. There's a solution. There's a way of escape. You, you, could, had, you could just got fired. There's a solution. You could just got falsely accused. There's a solution. Uh, you, you could have failed again in, in something in your life, and there's a solution. There's a habit that you just can't seem to change. There's a solution. You want to lose weight. There's a solution. You, you want to start eating better. There's a solution. You, you want to um, start not let, being offended less. There's a solution. Wow. And then you tie that in with James 1.5, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously without finding fault. And my, oh my, there's just wisdom. There's wisdom and I, I always know what to do. I'll always, and I believe there's grace that will come when I know what to do. Well, what a, what a powerful thing it is. You know, just in, in five promises igniting biblical optimism. It's through his promises that we participate in the divine nature. And as we put his promises in our mouth, as we let Holy Spirit creatively uh, apply those promises to different areas in our life, faith comes by hearing. We start building this uh, stronghold of hope and faith and love that's within our lives. Hey, so good. This is one you may want to listen to again. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I want to remind you, we're here to ignite your hope. We have a mandate to do that. There's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Our hope level determines our influence level. And who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10 You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody watching, today's just not a convenient time to walk in the joy of the Lord. (laughs) But I need joy today. I've got got uncertainties. I've got um, areas where I'm disappointed in me. I've got areas where I'm disappointed in others. I've got, you know, uh, I'm concerned about my nation. I'm concerned about, uh, I've got pressures on my life. But today's the day of the the joy of the Lord. Today is the day I choose to rejoice. I choose to stir up that strength in my life. And I say, thank you, Lord, for the one who's listening right now that you're stirring that up as well. Hey, thanks so much. Hey, just uh, look on our newsletter. We've got some great announcements coming up. Negativity Fast uh, in March, 40 days. Our annual one that we do that, April 25th through 27th. We've got an event here. In, in Reading at Risen King Church, Abounding Hope and Joy Conference. You're going to be hearing more about that. And, and just there's so many other things that are going to be happening from Igniting Hope Ministries to just encourage you and to help you get hope like never before. Hey, God bless you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.